0: Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. We're just a couple of days away from the 2012 federal budget, and it seems this one, as well as charting our nation's economic future, will also be determining the future of the Prime Minister, Julia Gillard. She is so down in the polls, so dismissed by the vast majority of voters, and so unable to get any clear air. Nothing, it seems, goes right for her. Ms Gillard's colleagues are looking for a post-budget bounce in the polls, and if they don't see it, her days as PM will apparently be up. We've had an interesting conversation underway on our Open House Community Facebook page about the Prime Minister... And also, Tony Abbott, why he isn't as popular as you might think, considering the state of the government. would love to hear from you tonight on Open House as we approach the budget. Let's preview what the Treasurer will be serving up to us all this coming Tuesday night with one of my favourite political commentators, one of the columnists for the Australian newspaper, and as you'll see on our Facebook page, a very good and long-standing friend, Nikki Sava. Nikki, welcome to Open House.
1: Hello, Lee, and thank you very much.
0: It's great that you've joined us. Nikki, how would you describe what's at stake in this budget, compared to the many, many others that you've covered over the years?
1: Well, I've got to say, uh, Lee, that it's been a long time since uh, there's been a budget which has had so much riding on it, um, both economically and politically. Um, Obviously, uh, the contents of the budget are going to be important, um, both for the economy and uh, business and uh, consumer confidence Um, but the selling of it is going to be critical to uh, the fates of the main players and to the government's own credibility so there is so much uh, riding on this budget.
0: Wayne Swan is relentlessly pursuing this surplus for his budget. What's your view about the surplus whether that's an economic thing or a political thing? Well,
1: I I think it's both. Um, You know, they they locked themselves into the surplus uh, quite some time ago when it it looked as if it was going to be a lot easier uh, to deliver. Now, uh, things haven't gone quite as well as they planned since then. Growth hasn't been as strong. Revenues uh, are down and it's all got uh, very much harder, once again, both um, economically and politically. Now, um, you know, there's a, a lot of opinion, different opinion from economists about whether a surplus is a good thing or not given the fragility of the economy. I mean, there is some concern that to deliver the surplus, uh, they're going to have to cut in uh, so deeply that it will actually hurt the economy. Um, Others say, you know, he has to do it. But politically, they have no choice but to deliver a surplus.
0: The political point, I take it, they're trying to make is that we can handle money after all.
1: We can handle money after all, and we promised we would do it. You know, this is another promise that they made. Um, that they have to deliver on and if they don't deliver on it um, then you know once again their credibility will suffer both as um, economic managers but also as as political figures you know that they don't have much um, stock at the moment in, in credibility and this would further weaken it if they turn up with a deficit on Tuesday night then Wayne Swan should probably you know tender his resignation I would think at the same time.
0: There's still a with the way the economy is slowing and a range of grim prospects from, from many experts that we may not still end up with a surplus over the next financial year?
1: Well, look, that that's um, eminently possible. And you've got to bear in mind that on Tuesday night, uh, Swan will not actually be delivering a surplus, but a surplus forecast. Yes. And we won't know whether or not he has achieved it, For more than a year that is not until september next year when the final budget uh figures come out by which time he could be uh long gone so uh, on tuesday night he could stand up and say you know there will be a surplus of 2.5 bill or 10 bill or whatever which all sounds um very good but but we won't know for quite a while after that
0: so it's clear that there probably can't be many sweeteners in this budget that will, as some of the movers and shakers in the Labor Party hope, will give them a lift post-budget to save Julia Gillard?
1: Well, uh, there there will be some, obviously. Uh, There's the uh, carbon tax uh, compensation, the tax cuts and the pension increases, and the Prime Minister announced today um, a bonus for school kids, which is kind of a reworking of an existing scheme um but uh you know designed to to get to more people, and it will cost uh the government an extra four hundred million so there will be um obviously a few bits and pieces here and there there will be funding um also for the roll out of the um or the start up for the national disability insurance scheme um so you know there will be some good news in it, but of course, the big story will be the surplus and, uh, secondary to that, how it's achieved, Uh, what cuts uh, the government will have made to get there or what tax increases uh, the government will be introducing to get there. So, yeah, it'll be very interesting. Yes,
0: so do you think there can be a lift for the government in the polls on the back of this budget, especially when, as it seems, there'll be some tough medicine also handed out to many people for them to swallow?
1: Look, uh, governments uh, get points for responsible economic management but um, these days there's not much bounce out of budgets and if you think back to 2007, uh, Peter Costello's last budget was probably the best received um, of any of his budgets and I think even in in news poll history and you know what happened to the government? It got nothing. Um, you know, there were uh, lots of good things in in that budget, and uh, people just sort of thought, "Oh, yeah, well, that's good. Um, thanks for that. What's next?" Yeah. Um, so there's not much credit, you know, that, that's given uh, when when governments do what they're supposed to be doing, and an awful lot of um, you know criticism when they're seen not to be.
0: Is there a fundamental problem for Wayne Swan and Julia Gillard that no matter? what they say over the next few days, pre-budget and post-budget. Most people either don't believe them or they've switched off.
1: I think a lot of people um, have switched off. And I think, um, you know, when you look at um, Gillard and Swan and, we- and when you listen to them, there's, it's very hard to connect with them or they have a lot of trouble connecting um, with people, I think. Um, Gillard used to be a lot better at it when she was um deputy i don 't think Swan has ever been um very good at it he's um sort of bit mechanical bit programmed bit of a cold fish um really and uh she also you know has taken to talking like a senior constable at a scene, at the scene of a crime you know we 're looking for a white male of you know uh, You know, certain persuasion and, um, you know, none of it sounds uh, convincing or or empathetic.
0: As you've watched them closely and with your connection as a close-minder with Peter Costello when he was Treasurer, as you've watched these two over the last few years in particular, why do you think they've had so many problems actually connecting with the Australian electorate? I'm not talking politics here. I'm just talking about their ability to communicate.
1: Um, look, there, there is a real art to it. Um, it it's not, um, not an easy thing to do, to stand up there and, you know, deliver a message in a convincing um, way or in a way which inspires people or moves people or, or whatever. Um, it, you have to be, amongst other things, I think, uh, a very good actor. Yes. Um, you have to be able to sell yourself. And you have to be able to um, put in, you know, a good performance every single day.
0: That is also genuine, though.
1: That at least looks genuine and <laughs> sounds <interesting>. genuine. <laughs> you, you know, I think it was uh, Groucho Marx, wasn't it, who, who said that, you know, if you can uh, fool people um, into thinking that you're genuine, well, that's um, kind of half the battle, yeah. really. I mean, it helps if it, if you believe it. And I think once you believe it, uh, then you can convince others to believe it. But you've got to believe it first, obviously.
0: Surely. So how do you see the next few weeks for the Prime Minister?
1: Oh, I think it's going to be pretty rugged, really. (laughs) Pretty much like the uh, previous uh, few weeks, Um, as well as trying to sell the budget. Uh, she's going to have the uh, slipper thing hanging over her. She's got the Craig Thompson um, HSU debacle still hanging over her. And um, every day or every few days there seems to be some new crisis or other that that just comes out of nowhere and, and gives her a big whack. So um, I think it's going to be rugged, yeah.
0: Would you be surprised to see her there in the job in, say, two months' time?
1: In two months' time. Mm. Difficult to say. Um, Maybe, uh, but unlikely.
0: Okay, so here's the big question. If it's not Gillard, then who? They're already using, again, the R word, Rudd. I mean, how could he possibly either consider it or how could his party put him up for the leadership after all that was said about him and done to him in the leadership challenge earlier this year?
1: Pretty extraordinary, isn't it, when you think about it. Um, What are their choices? Uh, Their choices are to stick with Gillard um, and let the house burn down around them, or uh, they can take a risk uh, and go back to Rudd or try someone else. So if they can't stomach Rudd, if it's too hard to go back to Rudd, then they will have to uh, seriously consider about uh, giving it to someone else like Shorten or like Combe or like Smith, uh, someone who can be um, steady and um, also uh, conduct uh, himself with a bit of integrity.
0: Nikki, the other question we've been asking on our Facebook page is this. Why isn't Tony Abbott as popular? as you might think he should be, considering the state the government's in? Why do you think he's not got those popularity stakes?
1: Um, Not many opposition leaders are popular. Um, Malcolm Turnbull, when he was ejected as leader, was rating uh, 14% in the preferred Prime Minister stakes rudd was an incredibly uh, popular opposition leader yes. i think the problem with abbott um is partly um, because he is so effective he can be very brutal and i think that um that makes people cringe a bit it puts them off you know he has very very strong cut through lines and you know they do <laughs> at times chop people off at the knees and it's very hard to watch it's a bit like you know watching a, a violent movie on the telly I think sometimes you just wish he would soften his language um a little bit.
0: Nikki Saber, always great to talk thank you so much indeed for joining us on Open House. Pleasure. We hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House visit au.